0: welcome to looking ahead podcast i'm your host mo and today's podcast is a special podcast in a way that uh, i'll be posting it also at youtube um, or recording a video while uh, talking about today's topic so if you're listening to my podcast right now feel free to visit my youtube channel and see me uh, you know talking through today's topic if you're busy to watch the video Please keep listening and hopefully today's topic would be uh, of an interest to you. All right, let's get started with today's topic. So as I mentioned, today's topic is uh, how to build financial stability before you get started or in the early days of your startup. Uh, but let me first recap from uh, the last uh, few episodes. So today's episode is the fifth episode in a series about the entrepreneurial conditioning. Uh, if you haven't l- listened to any of the previous episodes, please do, especially the first two. It's going to introduce the concept and also is giving you a link to a really nice tool that I've created a few weeks ago uh, to help you assess where you are uh, in terms of your readiness for your entrepreneurial journey. Uh, But last time specifically, I talked about how to build a support system around you as an entrepreneur um, using your family and friends. Your family and friends are a big factor in your success and um, they are going to effectively support you as much as you spend some effort with them to educate them about your journey and what to expect from you and how they sometimes can support you uh, properly. Uh, Now, today's topic um, is is really important. And I have a few stories to share with you from my own personal experience. Uh, But in a nutshell, as an entrepreneur, you usually take a big financial risk when you start your own company. You leave a stable job. You you probably do not take a salary, would not take a salary for a long time. You're going to um, be limited in resources for a long time as well. Even if you're rocking it in sales, you still need to show everyone around you your uh, unlimited commitment to, uh, to your idea. And that's through your, um, your probably low compensation because your saving actually is in the value of the company. This is at least how VCs would see you as an entrepreneur. Now that doesn't mean that you need to be um, financially stressed uh, in those early days. You can prepare yourself before getting started with your uh, with your startup. And today, I'm going to talk about some of the strategies and tactics that you can use for for that purpose. So, let's get started. So. I, I had that dream of founding you know, my own company or a startup um, many years ago. And every time I tried to do it, I always you know, thought about you know, my commitment towards my family. And um, a few years before founding Magalix, my startup, I had that you know, uh, sincere uh, talk with my wife. And, uh, and I told her, look, I really want to do that. And she replied back and told me, sure, but we want to make sure that we're not impacted by this as much as possible. And I promised her at the beginning that I will do enough saving. My wife did not work at that time. Well, I will have enough saving for the family to keep us going for two years, even if we do not get any salary from the startup. And I And I planned from the beginning that I'm going to get funding and I'm going to get myself a salary. Uh, But I promised my wife that I would not get started. I would not do this jump before having enough saving in our bank to keep us going when we run out of resources. And frankly, the the only thing that came to my mind is, okay. I'm going to use the saving probably when we... Uh, When I shut down the company, if I have to shut down the company, I did not think um, in the initial phases of forming the company that I will have a, a low salary. But of course, I learned that after talking to VCs and other founders, this is just normal in the startup world. So if you don't know this already, please think about that seriously. So number one strategy is to start thinking seriously about having enough money. Um, in your bank. This is given that you are now an employee with a with a regular paycheck, etc. Another strategy that you can um, follow is build other sources of passive income. And you probably know what is a passive income is basically, you know, it's a, it's a regular income or semi-regular income that you would uh, you would have from a work that you've done um, in the past. Like, for example, you have a book and you are now that you've written one or two years ago and now you're collecting royalties that um uh, that basically it's enough amount of money for you uh, to keep going Uh, or it could be any other uh, source of passive income you own a property and you're renting it and you depend on the rent of that property to give you that steady stream of income so One of the other uh, strategies that you can follow is how you're going to use this amount throughout your early years of your startup. Uh, One mistake that I did myself is that I just all my savings were just put in a bank account and they were just ready for me to um, withdraw from them anytime. That was good made, um, you know, enough money available uh, for me to withdraw from and so on. But I realized later on that I was not, you know, this was not really the best uh, strategy. I realized that I uh, should have uh, divided my savings into three buckets. There's a short term immediate need bucket. There's a medium-term need bucket, and there's a long-term need bucket. And as you do this, um, you're going to start to think about, okay, what do I need to do with my medium and long-term buckets? Um, But if you think that the whole money that you saved for for two years or more worth of spending that should be available right now, you're just going to leave them in your saving account. And uh, frankly, I realized that whatever I saved, let's say I saved $1,000, this $1,000 actually could have been, you know, more than $2,000, you know, by the end of these two years. Now, um, that's not, you know, an investment advice that I'm giving you, but start thinking a bit more strategically. And I, and one of the things that um, prevented me from doing that uh, is the overhead of, you know, being an investor and thinking about where can I, you know, put, put my money uh, to make it, you know, still grow and increase while building my own startup. So do not wait until you get started and say, okay, this is how I'm going to invest my money. This I think this is still going to be too much of an overhead for you as an entrepreneur, especially if you are. Let's say the CEO or the CTO, you have to do, uh, you know, um, tons and tons of, uh, you know, stuff that, that you need to achieve while running your startup. Um, but maybe before you, you get started with your uh, company, you start thinking about this money. How can you make this money still available for you and under your disposal? But at the same time, if it's a large enough money you can actually maybe put it somewhere um to grow, right? CDs, maybe the stock market investing in a in an index, maybe in real estate. There are lots of depending you know which part of the world you are right now, th- there are definitely gonna be um other options uh for you uh to put your money at and not really think about you know how to move them around and how to uh to grow them but you still need to keep maybe Three to six month worth of uh, spending, just in a saving account, uh, highly liquid, and make sure that you can spend them anytime as you need them. All right, let's talk about uh, my last point for uh, today, uh, which is uh, preparing for the unexpected. Um. You know, live events, you know, are going to take place. Uh, you may need um, to do, you know, some emergency uh, stuff. Uh, fixing your car, changing your car, um, you know, going through some, um, some surgery. Uh, a family member might need your help. So it's important to prepare for these. Now, I also thought about that before founding my startup. And I was thinking, well, do I need to then add more saving and delay my, um, you know, my start date? And frankly, I decided not to do that. And, And it's on you to decide, you know, which path you want to take. But what I did instead is looking at my assets and see if I can tap into those assets really quickly in case of an emergency and you know one tactic that we use here in the US which is you know if you have enough equity in your in your house you can you know create a hillock or um, you know uh, a line of credit uh, on your house just keep it sitting there just in case and this is one way to uh, to have you know some sort of liquidity for or emergencies as a just a, a loss resort that you can um, that you can have in case that you need additional money beyond your two uh, two years saving um, you know one important thing that you should have in mind that actually your saving should be your threshold uh, for start quitting actually or start thinking uh, about your startup. Uh, you know lifetime if you're not able to uh, if you ran through all your savings and now you' you know your risk is is going beyond that point, I would certainly you know recommend you to stop and think really deep if you really wanna go beyond that point or not. I know we hear a lot of stories of people who you know max their credit cards and and then after that, they uh, they came out of uh, you know the darkness, and they were able to pay all their debt, and they become they became uh, millionaires. Remember, for each success story that you hear about, there are probably going to be lots of really dark stories and bad endings. Um, you know, we as humans, you know, sometimes we would like to cling to uh, to the hope uh, of being in a better position in the future. And I know eventually you will be in a in a in a better better position, but you do not want to you know, your bottom to be really low and you know put your family and um and you know your life at risk uh just you know because you wanted to achieve um uh, you know to be a founder and 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 have your own startup. As I mentioned uh in earlier episodes, your startup is just it's not you. You need to separate your startup from your identity and make sure that uh, your, uh, your startup failure does not mean that you are a failure. You can still do a lot. You can still achieve a lot. But you need to learn when to stop. And um, the financials could be um, a decent indicator for you that you reach a point that you know what, this game is not worth really you know pursuing at this point so might be uh, a good idea as i said to stop think ab- and think about it and wait until maybe um, the circumstances around you are in your favor uh, as we talked in today's uh, episode you know your financial stability is all about mitigating the risks the financial risks that you're going to go through when you start uh, your own startup all right, thank you very much for uh, listening or watching today 's uh, episode of looking ahead today we we discuss a really important topic, uh, which is your financial stability as an entrepreneur when you get started um uh with your uh with your company and venture uh you are going to take a big financial risk anyways when you uh get started as an entrepreneur uh, but it doesn't have to be painful it doesn't have to be um really tough uh for you and your family follow some of the tactics that i shared today again it's not it's not an, uh, an investment advice or you do not need to follow it as is. You know, just think of it as yet another story in um, in that space, and take the best out of it. Um, I learned by trial and error, and you do not have to go through that. Uh, I was lucky enough to think a bit wisely about that topic because um, you know I have a family, and my wife helped me a lot. Uh, you know, thinking really deep, deeply about it, she was stopping me. Uh, and without her, you know, questions and trying to be critical about uh, what can be done before I do that job, uh, jump, uh, I, I probably I, I would have made some some stupid decisions. Uh, so thank you again for listening or watching me at YouTube. And, um, you know, next episode is going to be really important um, uh, again in the entrepreneur journey conditioning. So, um, you know, stay tuned and thank you very much. And um, yeah, keep looking ahead.